Have you ever wondered why so many of our thoughts tend toward what won't work out? Wouldn't you love to make a shift from what you fear into what you hope for? Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to this Monday mini-sode where I share an insight designed to help you live into what lights you up this week. In my 20s, I heard someone say, thoughts become things. And I really wasn't sure what to think of that. I'd never heard that before. It turns out this was an author and he wrote a book that was entitled Thoughts Become Things. This was in the early 90s and it really challenged my thinking because I thought if that was the case, why do so many of our thoughts tend toward what won't work out? This is something that I had seen modeled for me where people would talk more about what they feared than what they actually desired. And if they actually had the courage or the insight or excitement to share something they were excited about, they would be very quick to say, but, you know, it might not happen. Or, you know, in my religious upbringing, it would be like, well, Lord willing, this will happen. And so there was always kind of this doubt that, well, I want this thing, but it, it might not work out. And actually, it probably won't work out. So I, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Well, while there may be an element of privilege to saying thoughts become things, it's kind of like this manifestation thing that you're hearing about. And then we think about people around the world who, you know, honestly, they can just think a, a happy thought and their life is, is it really going to change? Come on. I totally understand where that comes from. And here's the thing, though. I've still noticed that there is so much truth to thoughts becoming things. And in our Western world, our thoughts can really build upon the freedoms that we have access to. And yes, all of us have freedoms at a different rate over the years, and hopefully we're seeing a more equal playing ground. The difference, though, is what I would hear from people who would come and visit or have video that they shared with like the local church that I would go to about their stories and where they may have lived in a not very well-off community. The, the interesting thing that I saw from them is that their thoughts and the things they focused on really did impact the quality of their life, whether or not they had a lot or they didn't have a lot. It determined how much joy they lived with. They may not have had a whole lot of tangible things, but they did have joy. They, they had community. They saw that every day was a gift and it impacted how they showed up in the world. And so they had a beautiful community around them because they were pouring their life into their community and their community was loving them back. And isn't it interesting how people ended up coming into that community to help them from abroad? How is that all connected? I don't know. <laughs> I do know that the way we think about things and the way we look at the world impacts our life in different ways. And in our Western culture, I feel like if we can get out of our own way and start truly living into our potential, 
we have the ability to do what I think we're called to do, honestly, and that is to use the extensive resources that we have access to to help those who can't help themselves. That's how missions organizations function. That's how NGOs do their work. I'm grateful to know people who work in a number of different NGOs and people who work with engineers without borders and doctors without borders. And that work can't be done for free. It needs to be done with money backing it, right? And so all of that, all of that good work came from someone having a thought that was of a way to help others. So that's one example. But what about in our ordinary lives where the day-to-day we think about what's the thing that we want to work toward? And I'm speaking to myself here because this has been a lifelong battle with my mind having a desire, having a goal and making steps to bring it all to fruition and frankly, getting so many what I believe are divine downloads of the things that I can do and the way things all piece together beautifully. And then in the process of actually bringing things into motion and into fruition, the doubts come in. And what if it doesn't work? What if people don't like it? What if nobody buys it? Why am I wasting my time? Maybe this is for someone else. There's enough people doing podcasts like this. There's enough people launching programs. There's enough people helping people with their health. Like these are things that run through my mind. And I wonder what runs through your mind in terms of your corner of the world, your corner of your work, your corner of your family. And what I want to invite you into this week is to really look at where are worst case scenarios keeping you stuck? What if we switched things? What if we just practiced for a day? Okay, just a day. We don't want to get too crazy here. And what if we said, they're going to love it. They're going to love this thing I put out. They're going to love this episode. (laughs) People want what I have to offer. My services are of high value and I'm worthy of massive compensation. Money is so incredibly well used in my hands. You know, what if it works? What if we switched it all around just for a day? I wonder what would happen. I wonder what would shift our energy. This is something, again, I'm challenging myself to on new levels all the time. And I see how when I looked at starting a family, talk about doubts coming up, like, oh my goodness, my father had mental health issues. And there were other things going on in my home growing up. And yes, I learned some things, but what if what if I mess up my kids? What if we have kids and I just don't know what to do and I lead them astray? And there's so many questions. What if instead I focus on the type of relationships I want? What if instead I focus on the type of home life I want, the connection? And I can tell you at least so far, so far, so far, after 16 years of motherhood, I like my kids, they like me so far, (laughs) right? Like touch wood. (laughs) Everybody says that I have a good feeling about it. We enjoy each other. And I love who they are. I love who they hope to become as well. And it's not about what I want them to become. I think that's a key there, but that's a whole other conversation. That was my intention. And that is what has happened. Having healthy, happy kids 
Again, there are many things that are beyond our control. I get that. We can do our best and then things can still be very challenging and things can still not go the way we want. At the same time, I want to have you remember in this moment right now, lock this in. The way you live your life and the energy that you live your life with and the ideas and the feelings that you have inside of you are your life. Are you spending all of your hours worrying or are you imagining into what you truly desire? Truly hoping to be pleasantly surprised that, hey, everything will work out and knowing because we're human, we get it. Sometimes stuff's not going to work out. But all that time in between of being hopeful, it just lifts you up and it lifts the vibe of everybody around you. I don't do it perfectly. I don't think anybody does. But we do have a choice to make. So this week, as you're going into all that you do, your business, your relationships, parenting, the things that mean the most to you, and just your everyday connections, imagine what's the best thing that could happen and allow yourself to get carried away with it. Start with a day and see how far you can take this. There are so many rewards on the other side. Thank you for listening and take a look in the show notes at some links for some things I'm offering. I'm opening up several one-to-one coaching containers for the next three or six months, depending on what it is that you require. These are strategy sessions to help you dive into the area of wellness that will support you in reaching your goals in your business, your relationships, and your overall life. We will talk strategy about how to move through your habits, how to anchor in those things that are important to you. We'll look at your nutrition. And yes, we'll even look at the concrete goals that you have in your career or business. Everything is connected. And when you start with self-care as the foundation, you find you're doing less of the busy work to get the results that you need because you're so dialed in energetically and you have so much more to give. If this episode landed for you, please share it. Please rate and review. It's the way everyone hears these episodes and gets the benefit to be able to share in their life. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.